Uh, Phil, uh, those folks were uh, absolutely a delight. Obviously, uh, you know, radiating what they're talking about. They looked fantastic, felt good, like so many of our guests that are uh, <laughs> that are uh, very committed to to their paths. And uh, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, also the 75th anniversary of the writing of yoga uh, autobiography of a yogi is quite a uh, it's quite significant that the book has influenced so many and continues to influence uh, many people. It stayed relevant. Do you think we'll be doing the podcast for the 100th anniversary? But one can only help it. Well, <laughs> let me just say this. If there are people out there willing and, and able to contribute a little bit, to keep us on the air a bit and keep us alive. Yeah, for us, it's, yeah, keep us alive. It's week to week <laughs> with the show, that is. And, uh, and, and by the way, a uh, reminder, please subscribe. Whether you're listening or watching, hit the subscribe button. It doesn't cost anything. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you did that. But we've had some really fantastic guests on, always learning a lot. And, you know, uh, show people your book, Phil, because I, 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 he didn't ask me to do this. But I, I, it's, a, it's a great book. It's something, you enjoyed Autobiography of Yogi. This should be read as well. And uh, it's available. And there you go. And Phil, tell us, we'll, we'll talk about them, but say a few words about this course you're giving in January. This oh, is a, yeah. So it'll be January 2022. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot of, I've been invited to do a lot of things because of the 75th anniversary. People uh, find it worthy of talking about the book and celebrating its impact. Um, so Hindu University of America, hua.edu, um, they asked me to do a course uh, in honor of the autobiography, but we'll, it'll, it'll essentially be a study circle to go through the book and you know read it chapter by chapter and each week uh, discuss a section of the book and its um, deeper meanings, mm -hmm. which you know when you read it by yourself, you miss a lot. So reading it and discussing it with a, a group of people uh, and, uh, you know, and there, I, I can say this, but, you know, I know a lot about Yogananda's life and the circumstances of writing the book and the publication of the book and all that, that I'll bring into it that uh, add, will add to, you know, the, uh, in, the enrichment of, of reading it. So thank right. you. It, thank you. For a, I'm curious, is there an Ananda Society uh, in India, is it a separate oh, yeah. organization run by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've, you know, I, I take tours to India. Um, and a couple of times when uh, we start the uh, program in the tour in Delhi, we visited their center in Delhi. Uh, and last time when we did the south of India, we visited their center in Chennai. Uh, so they they uh, they're active in India as well, and in Italy they have a, a place in uh, Assisi, right? Where yeah, Yogananda was very fond of uh, Saint Francis of Assisi. If if you if anybody's uh, hasn't been there and they have an opportunity, I've been to Assisi, and when you go into uh, there's the town and the monastery, then I, I mean, and the church, and then uh, the, up the hill is the monastery. When you go in there. It, it's a very powerful meditative 
inward, you're drawn inward uh, feeling there. It's a, it's a really special place. Actually, I want to also ask you, Phil, and I, I, I know a little bit about this, you know more, and I'd like you to uh, tell listeners. They, they mentioned their Swami, their teacher, uh, Kriyananda, who is a disciple of Yogananda, spent a lot of time with them. And I didn't know this, but he joined Yogananda uh, toward the end of his uh, days on the uh, on Earth. Yeah, I think and, it was uh, 19... Tell us a little bit about Kriyananda. Yeah. It was, I think, 1949. Right. Uh, that, well, when I, you know, I interviewed Kriyananda uh, before he passed when I was researching American Veda and um, I met him a couple of times and, and I, you know, I read his story as well, but he was a young, young man in New York uh, and a seeker and read Autobiography of a Yogi only three years or so after, maybe two or three years after it was published and said, you know, this is what I want and had the, uh, the nerve to get on a bus and go to Los Angeles in hopes of meeting Yogananda and, you know, becoming a student. And he did. And somebody else who ended up starting uh, his own offshoot uh, of the lineage Roy Eugene Davis, right. who we had on years right. ago. Similar story. He passed. Um, he also, uh, he was in the Midwest, uh, you know, and he, he too took a bus. the autobiography and went, you know, to, to L.A. and became a disciple. So it, it's, you know, the, there are people like that who end up being total devotees. Mm-hmm. And in, in Kriyananda's case, uh, you know, a, 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 a member of the inner circle around Yogananda for the last few years of his life, uh, and then a leader in SRF until there was a, a split, uh, and he le- you know, either left or was kicked out, depending on, <laughs> you know, who, who you hear, and um, ended up starting his own branch of the lineage, but always honoring the same lineage, uh, you know, Yogananda and his uh, parampara, the the lineage of gurus. Um, so, but he, uh, you know, he he wanted to create these uh, what Yogananda called brotherhood colonies, these you know, communities, spiritual right. communities of fellow devotees. And uh, it's, you know, you got to say, you know, starting a, a spiritual community is not easy. Right. There's been many attempts that, you know, died on the vine, didn't last very long, you know. And right. I remember at the, uh, toward the end of your autobiography, Yogi, one thing that captured uh, me was his uh, talking about that, about how it's very difficult when you're in the world of working and, and consumption and everything else to really uh, remind yourself you're on a spiritual path. And I think his idea was let's let's have both and let's have community where we can support each other in that. And it's interesting because and he probably I don't know if he got it from Yogananda, but at the end of uh, Ram Dass's book, Be Here Now, uh, he one of the things he emphasizes is uh, spiritual community. And uh, so that you can because it's 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 I think obviously more difficult to maintain one's uh, spirituality or commitment to development spirituality when one's off on one's own there's, there's actually a line i mentioned it in the interview uh, i was thinking of somerset Maugham's book uh, the razor's edge and uh he said you know and i think one of the messages he was putting across in the book the main character says yes it's easy 
to be a, 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 not a yogi wasn't the word, but a seeker on a mountaintop in the Himalayas. But it's when you come into the, to the world and you're driving a cab and you're in New York like that to maintain that. So some people can do it, but it's much easier when you have oh, a community. You, you that. That's the, the purpose of these communities. Think about it. Every spiritual tradition emphasizes being together. Right. You know, we in, in you know we build churches and synagogues and mosques and we bring people together in community and there's words for it. You know, the the Sanskrit word is sangha, and you know in, in Buddhism, sang, the sangha is terribly important. The community of fellow you know brother and sister uh, devotees is terribly important. Group consciousness is important, and the mutual support is important. And you know, I I, I would guess many of our listeners are spiritually independent, and uh, maybe would would like to have spiritual community. But you know, being part of a spiritual community is also very challenging you know, human beings are tough to live with. <laughs> so, so I've always admired There's ample the, evidence of that. Yeah. I've always admired the ones that uh, succeed and um, maintain their continuity over the time. So Ananda village is now what 55 years old or something. And it's still flourishing and they have uh urban communities here and there. They have, and, it, and it's not run yeah. by a monastic order. Obviously, they're right. a couple by its householders. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it was, especially back in the day, it was, it was meant to be a householder community. And, you know, they built schools and raised children and, and all that. And some of the communities, I visited a, a couple of their communities, Seattle, Palo Alto, I think, you know, there's a few others that are less uh, cohesive and organized, but still communal. Um, and then most of them, you know, are people that have jobs and, you know, live in, in the world, but they live together and they right. have shared uh, uh, activities and events and programs and meditation and everything else. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's a challenge, but uh, if they if you can succeed at that, uh, it's quite quite beautiful. Right. Well, once again, the seventy fifth anniversary uh, is coming up December twenty twenty one. This is November twenty twenty one, and uh, uh, well, so by the time people see this, it it will already twenty twenty two or later. Is uh, autobiography of Yogi and Phil. Uh, your book again, you want to hold up one more time? Oh, you're very kind, Dennis. Thank Quite you nice. very much. Um, and, uh, and really, I, I did this in large part because, you know, I, I'd written about Yogananda and American Veda, and I realized how much of his life he left out right. of his own autobiography. So, great. Well, until, until next time. Till next and time. Hit sir. that subscribe button before you leave. Yes. Please hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Over and out.